Hey there, mamas. Welcome to Long Island Moms Unfiltered, the podcast that's about keeping it real, raw, and unfiltered. All while embracing the chaos, sharing the laughs, and supporting each other through this wild adventure called motherhood. Hi, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of Long Island Moms Unfiltered. We are back to talk about what and when we felt it was right to have baby number one and what it's like trying for baby number two. Yeah, we're, we both have kind of similar but very different scenarios, which I think is going to make for great conversations and for whoever's listening to be able to relate to us. Um, so it's funny, Dennis and I decided to start trying in 2020. Obviously, we know what happened in 2020. So um, January, I decided to get off birth control after being on it for, I don't know, like 17 years. Yeah. You were on it for that long? I was on it for, I had really, really heavy periods as a kid. And then obviously, as I got older, I was like, oh, this is great. So um, I was on it for a very long time. And then I was like, let me get off of it. Let 2020 be my year of getting my hormones in check, like getting making sure I'm healthy and just really like starting that process of trying to see what it's like to start a family. And then obviously COVID happened. So that kind of put a stop in those plans. And we kind of just lingered for like a year or two, like not knowing what's going on. And there's obviously a lot that was going on in our internal lives as far as like income and jobs and things like that, that we kind of just put it on the back burner. Um, And then one random night in 2022 I have the the flow app and that's what I always use to track my periods um we were actually drinking with my cousin (laughs) and it came up in like the um I must have been ovulating at that time and it popped up like a notification saying this is your most fertile window blah 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 and Dennis saw it on my phone and he goes let's try you know drunk and everything and I'm like all right fine like not thinking we decided like that night we're like all right I'm we're we're gonna try and like I wasn't thinking like I'm gonna get pregnant the first try because you always hear it's gonna take months and so I wasn't really like that serious about it and then we went to a really nice steakhouse for our anniversary which was about like two three weeks later and we're standing there and we were waiting for our table and I was just like hot like sweaty hot and I was like maybe like I'm coming down with something like thinking I'm maybe I'm getting sick and then I have a glass of wine and I have like two sips and I'm like I just like don't feel right like it was just like not not good then I got my steak and I had like a couple bites and I was like I, and I really was like, I think I'm coming down with something. I was like, I just don't feel good. Like, I feel yeah. off. I was yawning. I was exhausted. Like, very weird. And then two days later, I found out I was pregnant. That's so, weird. Yeah. So it was, it was expected, but like not expected, if that makes sense. It's almost like a process that we wanted to start in 2020. But yeah, so that's how I found out I was pregnant. But again, being... 32 was I 32 at that no I'm sorry I was 31 31 um you know trying to have a baby I was a little nervous that it was going to take so long but like I'm very grateful that it happened so quickly that I didn't know anything else obviously until now but (laughs) how about you what was your like fertility like with Michalina so it's very similar to yours actually um we were supposed to get married in 2020 in <laughs> September, but obviously COVID. So I wanted to try for a child right away. Like after we got married, I was like, we're trying like the next day. And obviously in 2020, things COVID and everything, same with you. So then we got married in May of 21 and 
<clears throat> I was following an app. I don't know what app I was using at the time, but I was tracking. And my cousin said to me, why don't you take those ovulation sticks? And I'm like, oh, what's that? And so I ended up buying the clear blue ovulation sticks and they come in the mail. And I remember it, they came in the mail, I believe, June 4th. On my app, it said that I would be ovulating June 10th. But for some reason, I was like, let me see how the sticks work so that way I can get a gist and, you know, the circle, the blinking smiley face or the still yeah, smiley yeah. face. I peed on the stick and it was a solid smiley face that day. And I'm like, that's so weird. So then I was like, Mike, like I'm at my peak of ovulation. We we should try. And we tried. And the first time we had McLena, like it was yeah. one, two, three, super easy. And of course, now this time around, we're having a little bit more difficulty. Um, I mean, it's only been two or three months since we've been trying for a second. I feel like you expect to get pregnant right away because when you first got pregnant, you were like, wow, that was so easy. It's going to happen like that and you're not going to have to worry. But obviously every pregnancy is different. You know, your life has its own plans and everything like that. But I remember my my OBGYN telling me, don't stress about getting pregnant. She said about 75% of women takes an entire year to get pregnant. And she said, if you do not get pregnant within a year, she goes, then you come and then you talk to me and then we talk about other scenarios and what we can do to help you like the next steps of what to do right. yeah whether IVF or whatever it may be so for anybody that is trying to get pregnant and is feeling discouraged and it's been four five eight nine months keep trying if you don't get pregnant within a year a year and a half then I would go to your OB and just tell them your situation and things like that I truly believe that I have PCOS I am going to the doctor within the next couple of weeks and I am going to express to her that I truly think that I have it. Um, my thyroid is a little wonky. I went to the doctor recently and she said that my levels were actually good and I was a little bad but I stopped my medication because I wanted to see. Are you on a uh, thyroid medication? Yeah. Okay. So I have an underactive thyroid and I was taking MP thyroid which is an all natural supplement it's actually like a pig's thyroid chopped up a pig what a pig like the pig <laughs> comes from a pig so it's like an Wait, old you said a pig thyroid yeah it's so like, you ha you eat their thyroid to help your thyroid yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's it so there's so there's mp thyroid and armor thyroid which is like more of the naturals and then there's synthroid and then there's levith I've, I've heard of that those are like the medical ones right? yeah, yeah synthroid yeah. and levith thyroxide something like that I can't pronounce it those are like more of like medication medications they're not yeah, like the natural yes. ones so I went the natural route and because I was taking synthroid and I felt like it was making actually me more anxious mm. so that's why I switched and then after I gave birth to Michalina my thyroid ended up being overactive oh interesting yeah so they say like your hormone level so when you get pregnant you have to go to your endocrinologist to get a checkup and then after pregnancy they want to check it as well because things can change with hormones so then I was like I don't know maybe I want to switch and just try something different so I shouldn't have done this but 
you know, don't do this at home. But I <laughs> I stopped my thyroid medication. And I was like, let me just see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. make it a point, whatever. So in three months, I went and I was like, I'm going to be honest. I stopped taking my thyroid medication. I was just doing my own experiment. And she was like, your levels are actually pretty good. She was like, I'm not sure if you really need medication. She's like, but I'm going to put you on medication. Anyway, I'll put you on a lower dose, like half of what you're taking now. And I'm like, okay, I never took it because I'm just like, I felt like let's not take it and see what happens in three months. Yeah, yeah. And then if my levels are still the same, because I feel like if you're like teetering whether you need it or not, like I'm going to be like, no. Try without it first. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if this is affecting Mm. getting pregnant. I missed my period. I wasn't pregnant. It could be stress. I'm all over the place. What are some of the symptoms that you have that makes you think you have PCOS? Because I'm not like too familiar with it. Okay. So PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And a lot of the side effects are facial hair which I have, I get like all like facial hair like underneath my chin. Mm. And they're, it's not like peach fuzz. Like it's actually like black hairs. Oh, wow. And sometimes people like actually develop like almost like a full beard. Really? Yeah. Like wow. facial hair is a big one. Cysts on your ovaries is obviously the telltale. I don't have cysts on my ovaries. So that's why they're like, no, you don't have PCOS. But I have a thyroid issue. I have facial hair. I have the weight gain. I have insulin resistance. So there are so many factors. And I spoke to my endocrinologist about it. And she was like, ooh, this kind of seems like a PCOS case. But I've never was truly diagnosed with it. And I don't know if there's actually like a true test to say whether you have it or not. Right, yeah. So that's kind of like my whole thing on it's like, do I have it? Do I not have it? So I'm going to bring it up again to um, my OB and see if she maybe have a better understanding or see if she can diagnose me with it or not with it and just put that into perspective on maybe that's why I'm having a little bit more of a harder time getting getting pregnant. Because it's not like we're, we're, you know, older. Yeah. Yeah, like we're we're both. You're, at, at, you're like perfect childbearing years. Yeah, we're both at good ages. I, yeah. I mean, I know people that are 38, 39 yeah. years old getting pregnant, and you know, I had my neighbor. She was married. She was pregnant. She had a daughter. She's 16. She was trying for so long with her new husband to get pregnant. She got pregnant at 50 years old. Oh wow! And she had a baby, perfectly yeah. healthy and fine. I love that. That is that is so great. And so for me, we've been trying. This is our, I believe, fifth cycle of trying. My cycles, The since I got my IUD out, my cycles have been so short, which is why it hasn't been five months, but like five cycles. So now that you said that, also another thing of PCOS is... Your cycles are... Wonky. My cycles are way off. I could be on time. I could be five days late. I could be two weeks late. Oh, yeah. And that's hard when you're trying to figure out when you're ovulating or to figure out if you're pregnant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that that's another one. And I never know when I'm getting my period. And even with the app, obviously, it's nice to have to see, like, when I'm, quote, unquote, going to get my period. So I know, like, within that span, I probably will be getting it or, you know, like a week or two later. But this month, I missed it, which is so bizarre. And I don't know if it's because of stress, of me trying to get pregnant because I felt that 
when I tried with Michalina, it was just... It was so easy. It was just like, okay, we're just going to try. And if it happens, it happens. Now I'm obsessing over it because I was like, it was so easy with her. And now I'm like, well, why am I, why am I not getting pregnant? Like, Right, exactly. We, we did everything the same with her. Yeah. Why isn't it happening now? Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like that too. Like again, now that it's my fifth cycle trying, I'm like, it was so easy before and I'm 33. So I'm like getting, I'm not old, but I'm getting, you know, towards the, a little bit of like the older side of it where I'm like, okay, is it that? Is it the IUD that's screwing up my cycle? You know, and again, it's only been a couple cycles. So I'm still, you know, trying to be calm, but I'm still spending like literally like, I feel like 20% 20% of my income on pregnancy tests. Okay, every. a box of pregnancy tests are $23. Yeah. And there's only two in there. And then you're buying two packs. And then you're spending $50. And then you're buying the ovulation sticks, which are like another like $30, $40. Yeah, those are expensive. Yeah. So sometimes I just get that like little box. I think it's called oh, like Easy the, Home. Like the something. cheapy ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like whatever. And I just dip it in. Those do work. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. but it's expensive. Those tests it's are ex- damn freaking expensive, man. Very expensive. And it's just, it's so time consuming. And like now, I feel like the first time going into it, I didn't know what to expect because obviously we never tried before. I never had a baby before. Now that we've been through it, same thing. I'm like, why isn't it happening? What am I doing wrong? Um, and then now it's almost like you want what you can't have because then I'm like, well, now I really want to get pregnant because now I'm not getting pregnant. But then again, yesterday we had a barbecue and it was so nice because now that Demi's walking and she's, you know, mobile, it's just as exhausting running after her. But it's nice just having one where I'm I'm running after her or Dennis or my mother-in-law or my mom and you just have to worry about one. And it was so nice. And now I'm like thinking, I was like, I, I do love my little family, like me, Dennis, and Demi. Like, yeah. it, it's like, you know, you have the same thing. Like, it's a perfect, cute little thing. And then I'm like, well, you know what? It wouldn't be terrible just keeping it us three. It would be obviously like less stress, less money, you know, that type of stuff. But I don't want to wait too long because then what if I change my mind and regret it and then have, you know, 36, 37 and having maybe different issues or having too big of an age gap because Dennis wants them close in age. So I... I'm the only child, so I don't know what it's like to have a sibling. Right. Um, but him and his older sister, I believe, were only like two years apart. And he's like, growing up, it was great. Like, we had the same group of friends. We went to the same parties, you know, whatever. And he's like, I would like to have Demi have like a similar age gap. And I'm like, okay, like, if that's what you had great experience with, we should do that. But now I'm like, I don't want to not hop on the opportunity now to do that but I love our little like unit that we have so it's so hard you've created a routine and now you're in your own comfort zone so you're like oh my god if I have another baby it's gonna throw everything out of whack and I'm gonna have to redo this and I'm gonna have to redo that and then we're gonna have to learn how to add this other human into our lives and how are we gonna you know make it work and like there are times where like Michalina just comes into bed and lays with us in the morning and I'm like this is so nice and then I think well if I had another one I'd be holding her or him and rocking her and then Michalina would be climbing on me and then climbing on Michael and and then you're like wait do you want this do you not want this like yeah I and I also see so many things on Instagram when it's like people tell you not to worry about having a second. You're going to love the second just as much. 
and then you see the interaction between your toddler and the newborn on Instagram and it just like literally melts my heart and I'm like I hope that it's like that because every time I ask McLean I go McLean do you want mommy to have a baby and like I can't even get the words out and she's like no and I'm like you want a brother she's like no I'm like you want a sister and she's like no and I'm like great like (laughs) does she even know what I'm talking about or not really but she'll like pick up like her baby and she's like baby and then she'll throw it on the floor and then she'll be like shh it's sleeping and I'm like okay well we don't throw the child on the floor so but she's understanding the concept she's understanding the concept and people say like your first will shock you when you have the newborn like they're going to show them love and affection. And of course, it's going to be a huge adjustment. But it really just depends on, on what you what you want in life. If you want to just have one, one and done is totally fine. If you want to have two, that's great. If you want to have three, that's great. I wanted, I said this before, I always wanted a big family. But now I feel like I, because everyone keeps asking me, oh, are you trying for a second? Are you trying for a second? And it's like pressure. And I'm like, yeah, we're trying. They're like, oh, that's great. Let me know, like all my clients or whatever. And, you know, every time they come in, they're like, so. And I'm like, (laughs) no, not this month, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I was very adamant after Demi. I was like, we are having, we're on one and done. I was very, very adamant on that because I really struggled postpartum. And I am so... I'm so scared of getting it, of getting postpartum depression and anxiety again, even worse this time. Like that's what I'm like most nervous for because I know like every season ends, like the newborn season, it comes to an end. Like when you're in it and you're in the thick of it and it's the first time you're like, this is horrible. Why did I do this? But you know, like within a couple weeks, a couple months, it gets easier. And now you kind of know that. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I can get through the first couple of weeks of no sleep and you know I, I can power through I can do it because I know that season comes to an end but I'm so nervous for the postpartum depression and like the hormones and the the things that you really have no control over that I don't want to go through that again and that's why I was like you know what I'm happy with one and again me being the only child I was like I'm happy I'm happy being the only child I, I, I obviously I have nothing to compare it to but I really, really liked it. And the I had a conversation with someone. So I was in LA and I was at my management party they throw. And a girl there, she is an only child. And she's like, I want to ask you something. And she's like, the only reason I'm asking is because I was asked this. And it really made me think. So I'm kind of curious if I can ask you, like, are you open? I was like, yeah, I don't, like, I'm an open book. I'm like, I don't take anything personally. So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like, what, do you, what uh, question is it? And she said... Have you ever thought that one day when your parents both pass away, you're going to be the only one left with your family's memories? And I was like, and it kind of like hit me in the gut. And I was like, I actually never thought of that. So my dad is passed away, but it's just me and my mom. She's like, have you ever thought like you have no sibling to be like, oh, do you remember Christmas morning when mom and dad did this? Or do you remember, like, she's like, when No, it's, that makes me so sad. Right, but I, I never thought of it because... I never would have thought of that either. I'm the, being the only child, I never... I just never thought about it. And I was like, wow. And that really kind of got me thinking. I got home from LA and I told Dennis that story. And it gives me chills because it's just like, the way she put it, I was like, I never thought of that. And I don't want Demi to think of that either. Like, I remember growing up being like, oh, I want a brother or a sister, but not understanding the concept of I was adopted. Clearly my mom 
mom couldn't get pregnant, like not knowing what I obviously know now. And I was like, I don't want Demi to one day feel like she's alone and has no one because I selfishly didn't want to go through the postpartum again. And then that's what kind of started like changing Mm. my thinking about it. Um, and then having the conversations with Dennis, I said, if, if you could have an ideal world, like how many kids would you want? And he's like, I would really like to have another easy for him to say, obviously. Of course they don't go through it. Yeah. So, and then that's really kind of what started that conversation. And he's like, I'd rather have it now. And that's why we just started trying. I said, let's start trying. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, we'll reassess after a couple of months and kind of figure it out. But it was such an interesting like way to think of it. I never would have thought about that. But when you were talking, you know, you having those memories is great. And you could share that with Demi. Yeah. And you could say, well, I don't know what, what Demi calls your mom, grandma. She doesn't call her anything yet, okay. but <laughs> so she like will if someday. you could just be like, oh, you know, when grandma and grandpa, like we used to get to do this together, and we, and you could share your memories with other people. Yeah, you yeah. might not be able, they might not be able to relate to that memory like you can, but at least you could share your memories with them. Yeah, you know, so yeah. your memories are going to be there, and they're gonna make you happy. But I wouldn't make yourself feel bad. Demi's gonna be like, you know what? I grew up with two great parents they loved me I had a grandma she lived next door to me and she would always babysit me and we would do this and we would do that like she's gonna have those memories to live on yeah and I doesn't need someone else to share those memories if you do people that are an only child are actually proud they're only yeah an only child yeah so when you're like when you're hearing it or getting that asked that question it's like oh my God, shit, like that's scary to think about. But at the same time, they're holding on to those memories and they're going to share those memories with other people. Yeah. So they're technically not alone, but they're not sharing the memory with somebody else. They're sharing the memory of what they have perceived yeah in the past which is okay that's very true that's very true and again like I'm like your friend like I loved being the only child and I think it it really shaped me to be like really independent really strong like I can be the type of person I'm like I want to go out to lunch and I'm fine like sitting by myself and eating lunch or like sitting at the bar like getting an appetizer whatever where like some people I know are like I would never do that and I don't know if it's because of like they had siblings growing up or not but like I just feel like it really kind of shaped me to be really independent and I know I'm gonna raise Demi to be independent either way but I'm curious if just being the only child like made me be like I love being alone. I don't mind being alone either and I could honestly sit at a restaurant and eat by myself and I have like no shame at all to do that. Me and my brother are four years apart so when we were growing up it was a little hard having like a relationship with him only because one he was a boy and I was a girl so we shared different interests and then two we had a bigger gap. I would always be you know the annoying younger sister (laughs) coming in his room. I remember. I had this Lion King robe and I would go into his room with, with his friends and I I don't know I had to be like three or four years old and I'd walk in and I'd flash everybody uh- and he was like mom get out of here oh, so like so funny but now that we're you know older my brother's um 32 I'm 28 I'm gonna be 29 and he's gonna be 33 in the next month and we have a we have a great relationship now yeah we both got married and we both 
you know, he's probably going to start a family soon and then we're going to be able to... Like raise your families together. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, that's nice. And um, they they live in the Bronx. So they come to Long Island every once in a while. We always hang out. But I like what Dennis said. Like, I would want to have my children a little bit closer in age yeah. so that they can grow together. It may be harder on us as parents because I know, like, sometimes when you have a big age gap, it's nice because... Like my brother went to school and then my mom stayed home with me. So you kind of had one-on-one interaction with each baby at the time, which is nice. So for, and some people like it that way and that's completely fine. But in my situation, I would want, you know, her to have a brother or sister, like a little, a little closer. Yeah. Um, So that's why we started trying now. And in, in a perfect world, because everyone asks like, Oh, do you want a boy or do I you was literally a- just going to ask you this question. Like, if you could pick, what would you pick? So I said, in a perfect world, I would love to have another girl and then a boy and then be done. Okay. That would be like my perfect scenario. I don't know why this is stuck with me, but I say whatever God gives me, as long as my baby is healthy, right, I'll right. be happy with whatever... I am blessed with. Yes, absolutely. But everyone keeps telling me I'm having a boy next. (laughs) Okay. So do you think if you have a boy, would you name it Michael? Like, are you like, is he, does he really want something like that? Like Hell to the hell, hell, hell. No, I'm not naming Michael. Well, you know what? Because Michael's so close to Michaelina. Right. So (laughs) Michael is Michael the third. Okay. So you don't want a Michael the fourth. I don't want a Michael the fourth. And he was like, why? I want a Michael. I want to name my son Michael. And I'm like, no, I really don't want another Michael. Like your dad's Michael, your grandfather's Michael, your Michael. I have an uncle Michael. Yeah, it's very common. Way too many Michaels. Middle name. You can do middle name I could do a middle name. So Michael's family is all M's. So it's Marianne, Mike, Michael, Melissa, and Marco. Oh, okay. So then I said, why don't we carry that tradition? And he looks at me and goes, well, you ruin it because you start with a V. <laughs> and I'm like, no, for our kids' sake. Right, right. So That's funny. Um, I feel like boys' names are so much harder than girls' names. Yeah. Um, I really love like the gender neutral names. Yes. So for a girl, this is like why I really want to have a girl. I would name her Meadow Sage. <gasps> That's pretty. That's I, really pretty. So Michael loves the Sopranos and that's where he found the name Meadow. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really like it, whatever. And then it really grew on me. And then we were trying to like think of boy names and boy names are really hard for yeah. me. I like Matteo, Maverick, Marcello. Ooh, I like Marcello. That's Marcello and Michalina. Yeah. That's, that's really pretty together. And I also like Massimo. Too. What? Massimo. What is that? I, I think it's like Italian. Oh, it sounds like a type of grass or something. <laughs> Right? Like moss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mossimo. So I think we really liked Marcello the best. So my brother-in-law was supposed to be named Marcello, but they ended up naming him Marco. Oh, okay. So it would kind of be like a yeah. little cute tradition, like to kind of name. And then Michael's like, he doesn't want the boy to have a middle name because he doesn't have a middle name. I guess, yeah. You're not I figured you like weren't allowed to like not have a middle name. Some people don't. Yeah. I mean I do. Yeah, yeah. You do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Demi and Michalina have the same middle name. Yeah. Rose, right? Yeah. yeah. So I named Michalina 
Michalina because my great-grandmother was Michalina, but it also gave a meaning to Michael because it was Michalina, Michael. It's very similar. Right. Yeah. So I, I did that also. And then to go back to Marcello, he was like, oh, I really found like a really cool middle name for Marcello. And I'm like, okay, what is it? He's like, Rain. I'm like, Marcello Rain. <gasps> I don't That's know. That's pretty. That sounds like really cool. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Like to me that those would be the names. Yeah. So I like that. I feel like we have them picked out and I'm the type of person that like, cause some people are like, oh, I have like a couple names, but I have to see the baby. Yeah, no. And with Michalina, I was like, I'm doing Michalina. And then I saw her and I'm like, wait, is she a Michalina? And I'm like, well, too late now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But obviously she's a Michalina. Like what yeah, else? Like, yeah. I don't know who else she would be. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like whatever you decide is, you know, but some people like to see the baby, but I'm just, I like, just love the name Meadow Sage so much that, that so pretty. I just like, I would, it would be so pretty like Michalina, Meadow and Marcello. So pretty. Right? Yeah. And then we we had a dog for like five hot seconds, but McLean was allergic and we named her Molly. Oh, she would have fit right in. I know, but that's all right. She's at a good home now and she's still named Molly. So Maverick and Molly. Yeah, they have another golden retriever. So that's so cute. That's funny. So if we have, again, like if we have another, I asked Dennis and like I gave him my answer too. I was like, if you could pick, if you have a boy or a girl, what would you want to have? And he said, like, another girl. And I was like, me too. I want to have another girl. Wow. Yeah. And um, it's just so weird. Like, I don't see him. Obviously, again, like, whatever we have, I don't but care either way. But you don't see way. him as a boy dad, right? I don't see him as a boy dad at all. I don't see Michael as a boy dad yeah. either. Yeah, like, Dennis, like, he's not into sports. He doesn't. Like, I don't. Like, I see him, like, going to Demi's, like, softball games and sitting on the sideline. Like, I just don't see him, like, necessarily, like, coaching the team. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> yeah. he's just not, like, a boy dad to me and he said it too he's like I don't think I'm gonna be a you know he would be a great boy dad either way but like I just don't see him as one but yeah we both were like okay we'd love to have another little girl like another little girl and I feel like because I already know what having a little girl is and you don't have to spend any money because you just give them all exactly. the hand-me-downs. That's why it's I like, want another girl. I don't want to spend yeah. the money. Like, I know, I know girls. Now to have, like, a boy and a penis, like, I, I don't know it. I was what are you doing? You know, like, yeah. it's, it's just... It's different, so I'm like, oh, I'd rather just stay with what I know and, again, like, use all the same stuff. I, I got a decent amount of, like, neutral things for her because I like yeah. dressing her in neutrals. But, yeah, it would just be so much easier. I know. I asked Michael, like, what he would prefer to have, and he was like, I honestly don't care. Yeah. So he's he's open to either or, and he, he goes, if we have a boy next, he goes, I'm getting snipped. And I'm like, he's like, we're done because then we have one in one. And then I'm like okay and then he's like but if we have a girl next like i'll definitely try again and if we have three girls i'm completely fine but we'll be done after three and i'm like okay i'm i'm fine with that too yeah yeah but so he really wants a boy no no (laughs) it's not that he wants a boy but like it's he doesn't care what he has but he's like if we have a boy then like we're done like we have our boy we have a girl like that's perfect. He goes, but if we, you know, he goes, if I have a girl, I would try for one more just for a boy. But if it's a girl, he goes, obviously, I don't care. He's one of three. Okay. Like, and I always felt like I wanted more siblings as well. Okay, yeah. When I was older, um, you know, when I was younger. So I, I, do, I do want more than two. 
Okay. I think I would, I, I think my max would be three. Yeah. I feel like anything after three, you're like running with an army at that point. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot to deal with. And I especially, especially too on Long Island, it's, it's just such a crazy expensive place to live and totally. daycare and, you know, sports and everything. It's just, it's financially like I can't even imagine anything more than three. Yeah. No, no. I, I would say three is my max. I used to say four is my max, but no, no, no. Unless one of them is like a twin, then you might have to have four. <laughs> Please stop saying that to me because Michael's family on both sides, twins run in his family. Oh. His grandfather was a twin and then his grandfather's sisters were twins. So his great But I think it has to be on your side. I think it's the girls. Oh, thank God. So like his sister might have twins because it has to do with the eggs. Like how many eggs are there? Oh, okay. Or it's, I think for... A girl to have it because my cousin had twins and it didn't run in her family the egg split so unless the egg splits or you genetically have it in your lineage somewhere no i think it has no twins i think it goes, i i believe i could be wrong but i believe that's what it because it has to do with the egg not really the sperm oh okay perfect yes <laughs> <laughs> because it so it runs on his mom's side and then his his uncle had twins okay so they run on both sides of the yeah, family and yeah. i'm like uh uh-uh, uh, I cannot do twins. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's a lot. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you one of the people that, I mean, obviously, probably not because we just talked about names, but did you not tell anyone you were going to name Michalina Michalina until she was born? No, I shared the name with everybody besides social media. Yes, I did the same thing. I waited till, um, you know, she was born and everything to announce it to social media. I don't, I'm not somebody that doesn't like to share the name. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very easy. So I, I was actually proud to share the name. Yeah. So, I mean, I already told, obviously I'm telling. Exactly. That's what I figured. What yeah. I'm naming my, ch- my children next. Yeah, but I'm not like that. But some people, some people, some like people to, like don't, it's just between like the husband and wife and they don't mm-hmm. tell anyone. And like, that's fine. But to me, I'm like, Ugh, I want to know. Like when people don't find out the sex of their baby. I was just going to say. I'm like, can you, can I just find out? I don't know you, but can I just find out? <laughs> yeah, it drives me crazy. Like um, I have a coworker who's uh, doesn't know what she's having. And I'm like, don't you want to know? And she's like, nope, I'm waiting. And I'm like, but I just need to know. Like, I know. I and then I look at her every day and I'm like, hmm. She having a, I think she's having a girl. Everyone else tells her she's having a boy. So I'm really curious to what she's going to have. But um, people say that that is the only surprise you'll ever have in your, your life. That's true. But I, I, ha- I hate surprises. I hate surprises <laughs> too. But I feel like life's full of a bunch of surprises. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. You know? Like Demi pooped in the bath yesterday for the first time ever. Like that was a big surprise. Did you want to vomit? Yeah, so it was, so... Isn't it disgusting picking it, was it up? It hysterical because she, when she goes in the bath, like, sometimes she farts and it bubbles and she giggles and it's yeah. cute. Um, and last night, um, Dennis was home. So he was cleaning up after the barbecue and my cousin was still there. And so I was like, Demi was, you know, full of sunscreen and dirt from being outside. So I was like, let me just rinse her off really quick and then put her in her PJs. And she farted and giggled, and then I see it, like, float behind her, and I was like, no. And my mom's apartment's right on the other side of my wall, where the bathroom is. And I was like, Dennis, get in here, like, screaming. So I, like, I picked her up, and I wanted him just to, like, empty out the tub, and he can't do poop. Like, I have videos of him, like, gagging, like, almost throwing up on Demi. Like, he cannot do it. 
But my mom hears me screaming. So she comes over because she <laughs> thought something was wrong. And it was just hysterical. We were all like hysterically laughing. But like that was a big surprise. <laughs> that is a big surprise. McLena did it twice when we were living with my mom. We're women. We're fine with poop. Like we yeah, can, yeah. whether it's explosive, whatever it is, like we handle it. But there's something about wet poop. Yeah, yeah. It's different. I was gagging and I was like, mom, you have to get this out. And now she's <laughs> scooping up the poop. Oh, no. And her long nails. It's oh, all no. in her nails. And I'm like, I am so sorry. But like, I physically cannot. The texture and the sensation and yeah. the, oh my God, it made me gag so much. So she hasn't done it since. But of course that we're talking about it. And I'm it's sure gonna she's happen. gonna do it. Um, But same thing. She thinks like, farting is like the funniest thing ever and it's so cute it is kind of really funny (laughs) i feel like just like wrapping it up whether you're trying to get pregnant or you have one and you're trying to have another try not to put so much pressure and stress on yourselves even though it's you know easier said than done because we're going through it right now and just i would say leave it in god's hands and whatever is meant to be is what's meant to be and enjoy your little one if you have one or enjoy the experience of trying to conceive a child and you know don't don't be so hard on yourself and don't put so much pressure on yourself and, and don't make it a chore like I feel like sometimes like I, I do it too I do it too and you I'm know, like, like it's time you yeah. know but like try to, at least try to make it like not so much of a chore and just try to like relax have fun and just like you said, leave it in God's hands and what's going to happen will happen. And if you need help, there's no shame in like going to your doctor, asking for help, following their guidance. Nope. And there are so many things that you could do, even naturally. You can go to the chiropractor. You mm. can go, you can get acupuncture. You could take special herbs and things like that if you want to go the natural route. If you want to go to your OB and see what they have. Like I know my OB was talking about putting me on progesterone and kind yes, of like yeah. pushing my levels up. Um, my endocrinologist recommended metformin, which helps fertility. So there's so many options out there. So don't get discouraged if you're not pregnant within a year. It's completely normal for some women. And just embrace what life has to give or is giving to you and just enjoy the ride and the journey and whatever is meant to be is meant to be yes i love that perfect great all right well thank you for listening to another episode make sure you subscribe so you do not miss next week's episode and enjoy your week enjoy guys bye